Sports and Cover Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Whitfield and Lex Harris, featuring On My Mind, Hot Spots, Fan Mail, and Pillow Talk. Y'all ready to connect? Let's go! Welcome to the Intimacy and Cover Podcast Show. I'm Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Lex. Ryan, what's going on over there? Listen, here, listen, this mood that I'm in right now is, is great. I'm feeling good. You the show, pump. I'm pumped. I, I feel like get the strap. That's what I feel oh, like. Right now. I feel like get the strap. That's where I'm at with it. Yes. Um, so look, real quick, before we even go into the show, I got some stuff I got to really, really, really get your feedback on. What's All right, that? so look. I'm online and I'm I'm trolling and mm-hmm. you know I, I come across trolling, I'm huh? trolling right. I'm trolling I'm doing a little uh, what's his name Takashi six <laughs> nine so I'm trolling and mm-hmm. I run across this this post and it, it was it was it was kind of crazy because I, I understood like the dynamics of like what it was okay but I, I, I this is when I so didn't agree about this topic like it was like a real so let me tell you what it is yeah, so please. a young lady well the scenario is someone uh dm uh one of the popular um blog sites okay and the young lady says she dated a guy for six years mm-hmm. she says she has seven abortions what paid his fees and then he ended up marrying her best friend no no, no wait a minute i'm sorry what I'm the so, fuck start, start again six abort no six years six dated, years dated for six years Seven, seven abortions. Abortions. Seven abortions. Wow. And then he ended up marrying her best friend. No. Yeah. So. Are I you mean, serious? I'm, I'm going to just take a, a, a minute to, to kind of let that sink in because. Bruh. In all honesty, like. You, so I want to be sympathetic for her, right? But at the same time, I want to be like, she, she kind of is a rap type. Yeah. It don't feel rap tight. Yeah, it doesn't, Ryan. I'm it doesn't feel rap tight. It, it doesn't feel rap tight because, first of all, after the first or second situation, abortion, I'm thinking like, all right, we need to talk. Why? Yeah. 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 Like, I'm even... So, now, before I even get to the abortions, I think after the first one could have been like, you know, you you know, you know, you let loose in me. Mm-hmm. I might need to go get a plan B. Okay. Right? right. The second time... Instead of even getting to it, so it's it's almost like a super carelessness about it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like if they very go, yeah, you got Plan B. Yes. Um, you got VCFs. Mm. You heard of them? VCFs. Yes. Break it down. Vaginal con- contraceptives. Yes. For females, mm-hmm. female. Mm-hmm. I think is it VC, is VCF or female? The female, female condom. Yeah, female contraceptive. Mm-hmm. It's like a little. It looks like a little. It looks like the little Listerine strips you put on oh, your tongue. Oh, is that what it looks like? You never like? seen those? I don't need those. So okay, I, I know you don't need them, but <laughs> I I'm just explain I would never see. So know what they look so like. listen, it's a little square. It looks like the old Listerine Oh, is that what it strips. Like? Yeah, it's a little okay. Listerine. It's, I mean, and it's it's even simpler than condoms. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't take the place of a condom, but if, if you're in a relationship or you're with someone that... You're okay. Mm-hmm. And put it like this: if you're going unprotected or you're going raw, so it's so it's small like that too. It literally looks just like 
a Listerine. Wow. Strip. And that's supposed to hold you down and protect and like kill all the sperm. Yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah, you put it. Oh. Yeah. You, and right. I mean, it was oh. past USDA and all that stuff. Wow. So I'm assuming it I haven't. You know, I've used them before and I have. It sounds like you have. I, I've used them before. <laughs> I haven't had any slip ups. But this is not anything to just use randomly. Okay. It's, it's to be used. If well, you they just didn't hear about pregnant. them, did they? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. It's seeming like they're, they're, yeah. they're cutting the music off and the TV off and they're not kind they're of not. paying attention. You're but um, for this young lady to have six or seven abortions. That's a lot, right? That's, no, that's a lot. That is you know a what, lot. This, this is what I wanted to know. Isn't this something where uh, medically uh, she's she's running into like a, a few like issues that kind of like hold up we can't have another yeah. one because i know they had to see her track yeah record. people responding to that already huh yeah i'm like yeah, yeah. That's, that's a crazy <laughs> topic crazy right topic. Yeah, yeah no you're right ryan you definitely put yourself in jeopardy medically having all those type of procedures done because that area is very fragile obviously right yeah that's true so you just put yourself in a bad position and compromise yourself each time i'm surprised i'm be honest with you that she she is extremely fertile number one you know and that she was able to just keep consuming yes you the biggest, the biggest thing that I, I think I took away from this is that she didn't care about herself, and it seemed like maybe she was going through something, or she's kind of dealing with something. So it seems from like, a clinical standpoint, give me your your, your mean, take on this. I mean, Ryan, I'm be honest with you. It seems like she may have some sort of something clinically going on with her. Is it depression? It might be depression or it might just really be there's a certain thing called ID, which is intellectual okay. disorder. Okay. And so who has ID? Her or him? I, I, it sounds like she might. She might. I don't know. You know what I mean? Whatever. Just because of the circumstances. You know what For I mean? Her, you saying because she's allowed? Because I mean, it seems as though it's been so many times. Yeah, where she's kind of allowed to get to that point. And sometimes I'm not. I don't know if she has this or not. But it sounds like there is something impacting her decision making. So she's part of that cycle of yeah, where she's just insanity. She's not. Sometimes folks with that have a hard time processing thoughts and decisions you know my thought is i know after time three mm. four and five she had to kind of like say all right this is very uncomfortable like yeah, this you would think this. so yeah, you so. would definitely think that that would be the response so i'm thinking that and then so from yeah. the so i I'm, i i don't want to drill on her sure too much because yeah. I, I feel like i have but from the guy standpoint right man I'm really kind of. Please walk us through what this. No, I'm, I'm. I can't even go there because I, you know what I mean. Because it's like I really just don't. I feel like yeah. I really just don't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, and because I feel like because she don't give a shit, mm-hmm. he don't give a shit. Yeah. So therefore, I don't want to be with nobody that don't give a shit right. about themselves. Yes. So I'm a shit on her, and your girl. Your, listen, your your best friend. I ain't letting me get away right, with that shit. We didn't shit. even unpack that yet. The whole best friend thing. The best friend. You know what? I, all these people. I don't think that. I don't think that that was really her best friend. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because that was her best friend. Doesn't that, sound like. A I don't, that's friend. really not a best friend. No, it's not. I feel like it was really her enemy. Yeah, that's not a, a best friend. Enemy. Her friend enemy. Her friend enemy. Her friend enemy. That is an interesting story and an interesting group of people, might I add. Yeah, so we're going to leave that story right there. We're going to leave Do you know there. what town or city that was? Maybe. Probably in Bubblefuck, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> um, so, on my mind. This was on my mind. On my mind. I want to I switch the things up and get, get <laughs> off of that topic. On my mind. All right, so. This really, this, this, I, I, I want 
our viewers and our podcast listeners to listen to this or see this video. Mm-hmm. And this video, and I had to kind of take a step back. It's called the cuddle thing, right? The cuddle thing. Cuddle thing. Okay. The cuddle thing is talking about. Uh, it starts off with this woman who's married. And she's married and she's in a long distance relationship, like as her husband doesn't live with her. Okay. And she's super affectionate. Mm. And she's really into being touched and held and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So she pays mm-hmm. for someone to come cuddle with her $80 oh, an hour. Are you serious? $80 wow. an hour. Wow. $80 an hour. And it's not like she's doing it like. Once in a blue moon. Yes, $80 but she's an doing hour. this. She's doing this all the time. Hey, hey Ryan, have you ever saw any of these ads on? You, I didn't see any. Nah, you today? know what? So, so I thought about it when she said when when it was like eight. So here's my issue. My issue is that if the female is halfway decent mm-hmm. and physically okay. and, and attractive, okay, it's gonna be a problem. A because, problem for you well, know. I'm saying a problem with the cuddling. Okay. Because okay, you know okay. when you cuddle, All right. a guy's gonna get hard and she's yeah. gonna feel wood against her back. Yeah. Now I don't know. So for me, I'm before gonna have you, to. Before you go into it, maybe let's listen to it because I just have to hear what this lady's talking about. Okay. Many people would think it was odd that I access cuddling services because I'm married, but screw it. I don't really care what anybody else thinks. I'm 99% sure he does not get jealous of cuddling because I check in with him and talk to him about it. He's more protective of me than jealous, so as long as I'm safe, it's good. Suskin and I have a monogamous relationship, uh, but I don't feel that cuddling violates the integrity of that. We don't live together full-time because I'm pursuing an acting career here in New York City. Well, Suskia likes a lot of contact, and she's very comfortable around other people, and she's very affectionate. And when we're together, we cuddle all the time, so I can understand why she would need that um, human contact, the human touch. That is, Ryan, I have never heard anything like that before. People are just in finding new ways to to seek out connection. Yeah, connection. You know what I mean? Like, some type of feeling, right? Yes. Listen. When I, I, I saw that clip, I'm just thinking of, like, the females that I may be attracted mm-hmm. to or that, you know, may need somebody to cuddle. Yeah. I don't think it was, I, I don't know. If I, I can cuddle, but yeah. I don't know if it is, you know what I mean? I, and it might not even be me. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I think if she if she's cuddling like this video was, like, putting the feet all on them and scooting back, scooting back. Like, yeah, line, she was getting it, pretty snug. Yeah, like, line, that was her husband. Lining it up. I'm like... Right. She's gonna get turned on too. She's gonna be like, look, I, I know I called you over here to cuddle, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that's gonna be something going on. What I can't wrap my mind around too is, and you asked this from a male perspective, I know in my husband's case, this would definitely would not fly in my household, number right. one. Um, because if my husband's just, you know, protective of his wife, it's not right. protective of him. And someone even, he just wanna even know who's in my vicinity, yeah. let alone somebody cuddling me. You know what I mean? So, as the man or as the husband, this guy was just like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. You know, I know, you know that she needs this going and on? she needs that. And- I think that the husband is definitely cuddling with somebody. You think he cuddling? Go ahead. Go ahead. For free? Go ahead. No, he's probably cuddling. He's probably like, well, listen, I'm, he's probably doing it on his end of time. Exactly, for, for free. free. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and pay. But it's, it's, it's crazy because not even... 
this topic is just one of the topics that I kind of wanted to, you know, put on my yes, mind to you. Yeah. But what, what freaks me out is that I've seen cuddle parties. Wow, really? If you Google cuddle parties, you'll see that there's groups of people mm-hmm. by the 15s, uh-huh. 10s, 20s, like at a time. Yeah. And they meet in somebody's house and they just cuddle. And it's wow. like rules, like. You know, you got to ask permission and all the stuff wow. like that. So I want to go off topic, but to this, to this so scenario. They, so not only can you pay for these individual services, and I guess they are found via like just different ads or whatever. Probably Craigslist. Wow. You can also now attend like a cuddle party. Yes. And it's like $30 and they have rules where like there's no kissing. There's, I mean, they really hard on wow. no sex. So they really pushing like yeah. this whole touching thing. That's interesting. I wonder how they vet those people out, though. You know what I mean? How do you vet out a a, a person who sincerely wants to be cuddled versus a creep? No, I'm <laughs> saying I'm pretty sure they've had situations where you're like, hey, that's that's kind of foul play. And I think what they do is they have safe words. Okay. So, so they, they have safe words. Do they have, like, cuddle monitors or something? I think whoever's to, the host kind of, like... Has to be you like, know, no, you're violating. Yeah, it's like, look, here's the rules, you know. Flag you, on the plate. Yeah, flag on the plate. You have to get up. It's kind of... You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's just weird. But it goes to show you that, listen, that is touch touch is inevitable. Like, we really need to be touched. And that goes to when we were kids, when we were even born. Like, you know, the whole thing of holding yeah. the child and things mm-hmm. like that. Like, it's so, like, Yeah, important. people definitely, you're right, I mean, essentially need that part of touch, you know, kind of in their development. You know what I mean? And just also, like you say, you have people that are more inclined to that. We talk about that even in the book, Intimacy right. Uncovered how folks, you know, need that physical touch and how a lot of times we confuse that with sex, right, you know, and, right. and, and we by, bypass the basics of just hand-holding, cuddling, you know, um, just being in the same vicinity or That's in the true. same, you know, kind of area as our partner. So, yeah, that is interesting, Ryan. Yeah. I I thought that would, I thought that would kind of... It sure, and listen, like, out. I just can't believe this woman. So, like, taking it from a single perspective... Okay, you know if that's something you want to experiment. I don't try even think, out. now. I, I think so. Hit, so let me let me throw this. Do you think she's paying eighty dollars an hour because she's married? Because if she just went on Tinder, mm-hmm. or any of the <laughs> online dating platforms, it would be for free. It would be for free. Yeah. But the only thing is, is that they're gonna want to do more than cut them. Yeah. So, so the eight, so the eighty is saying, look, here's for you not to have sex. So you're paying for them not to have sex with you, Ryan. It's just, it's so. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this because for me, it's like, why even be married and have that fulfilled by someone else? You know what I mean, or whatever. Like, well, so what she was it. saying is that they live in separate states and she's pursuing some type of acting career. Yeah. So, so you know what? I'm gonna tell you what what makes sense. So, if she's an actress, mm-hmm. she may play roles that have you interacting sure. with somebody. So, for her, she's like, look, I'm basically hiring another actor to act like he's with me yeah. for the album. 
Okay, that's interesting on a lot of different levels. Yeah. But yeah. I got you. So <laughs> as we segue out of this topic. Wow, uh, that was a good one. Stay I... away from the cuddle thing if unless you, you're looking <laughs> you, for something somebody else. Somebody may invite yeah. you to a cuddle party yeah. this week. You never know. You put, you put, you're trying to cuddle for $80 an hour. You would DM box would be. <laughs> Listen, really that's the new lift in yeah. Uber. Yeah. Yeah. Cuddling. <laughs> yes. The cuddle. That's it. Go yeah. ahead. That's it. Put that's your it. head off of that. So look, I know you got a topic, a uh, hot topic coming up. What we got? Yeah, so I just wanted to bring up this hot topic to you. Okay. So I was checking out this article that really caught my eye. Okay. And it was pretty much about this thing that they have going on out in LA that's become very popular. And it's called Sexercise. Sexercise. Sexercise, right? So as soon as I see that, you know I'm picking up the magazine like, oh, what is this about? So these are actually classes, right? You know how like there are a billion ways. First of all, LA is really big on workouts. There's a ton of different ways you can work out from hot yoga to, you know, trap yoga, biking, hiking, right. all of that. So this now they have this exercise classes for couples and it's centered around like learning new sexual positions okay. to spice up things, you know, in, in the bedroom. While That's also, dope. I like yeah, that. Yeah. While also building intimacy. Um, and their motto is that couples that work out together, stay together and have better sex. Gotcha. So essentially you're exercising while also learning different positions. So I thought that was really nah, cool I like that. I and like unique. That. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I need to see if there's some sex classes in the DMV. DMV okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's a, that's a dope way to kind of, you don't want your husband out here. Huh? You don't want to have, you don't want your husband out here cuddling with people for $80. Oh no, no, he's, he won't, he won't be cuddling <laughs> with anyone for that. He'd pay me $80. <laughs> No, indeed. That's right. So we got to go to these classes. But um, I thought that that was just real hot. And um, it just brings me back to uh, how we also talk about in the book about the um, (coughs) experiential activities, you know, and how you do things that kind of push you out of your comfort zone. This is something that could be one of the activities because, you know, one partner may feel like this is a dope activity and one partner may be like, hey, I ain't trying, you know. You know, I'm see, not trying to engage. See in people, you know, bending. I don't want people be watching me bend you this way and that way in public. You just never know. You know what I mean? But that's actually, I, I, I like that because it's actually like a uh, a form of voyeurism, right? To do it like outside, to be doing it in front of people. Like, I think it, it, it can be. It sure can be because it kind of makes you do it as a couple. Yeah. Versus. You want to do it in the other night. You kind of taking that challenge on together. So I, yeah. I like that. I, I like it's the fact that you're doing that too. That you're yeah. kind of taking it on together. You're both being vulnerable together. Yeah, because space. you're like showing like this is what we kind of do, and then you saying somebody else, and it's like easy to kind of say, "Damn, we should have tried this," or mm-hmm. I "Never thought about this." So I think that's a good way too, as piggybacking off of our last podcast of nasty bish okay um a little bit like if you trying to introduce because remember i know she was talking about it was hard for her to introduce new um things into, things the into right. a new relationship i think this sometimes could be a good way to to do that when you want to introduce like so, new positions am I, or new am things. I, are we going to sex exercise so if i so if i see it on groupon and i see a sex exercise class mm-hmm. is this for the single people or is it for couples only well, I mean, this particular class focused in on couples. I didn't see a singles one. There okay. may be one. I'm pretty sure it won't be long. I just think you would have to have a partner 
maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, or, but I'm saying just yeah. you can if you're single, you have to bring somebody. Maybe, yeah. Right. I'm, or like, so I'm pretty sure they wouldn't like say, "Oh, are you guys like seriously dating?" I think you're right. You could probably just be dating or someone and bring them. You could pay eighty dollars and have somebody <laughs> participate with you in the session. That class was next door to this. <laughs> that cut aside. Cut aside. Cut aside. Cut aside. That's crazy. Well, listen. Um. I, I like the fact that, you know, these two topics kind of, kind of, you know, push the envelope for a book that we came up yeah, with. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys haven't had a chance to check that out, mm-hmm. um, you can go to either one of our Instagram pages or you can mm-hmm. go to Intimacy Uncovered's uh, Instagram page yes. and download the free ebook, Single Sex versus Couple Sex. Mm-hmm. Um, we explore a lot of things in that book. Yeah, we do. And, um, pros and cons, yeah. different things. So, I mean, the book kind of has been like going on a journey by itself, the feedback and, you know, people just, you know, loving the, you know, thought process of mm-hmm. just seeing things from both perspective to help them kind of, you know, transition to what makes sense to them. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good thing. So Absolutely. And definitely check out the uh, podcast too that goes along with that if you haven't. Which is episode six of our first season. Season one. Single sex versus couple sex. Well, you know what? I think we ought to do something. We ought to bring back single sex versus couple sex. Next podcast. Yeah. Um, guys, if you want us to bring back single sex versus couple sex the next, for the next podcast, which will be podcast four, mm-hmm. um, chime in. Let us know. Um, one of the things that I forgot to do, mm-hmm. if this is your first time listening to our podcast mm-hmm. or seeing our show, uh, I want to make sure that you guys go and subscribe. Yes. It is on Shameless iTunes. Play. It is on SoundCloud. That's right. And IGTV. Definitely check us out. So definitely check us out. Make sure you do that. Um, and the next thing that we want to go into is what? I know you got yeah, some so crazy I, I had, DM well, that yeah, I need to be kind of conscious of. That love to talk to us and, and send us interesting things. So we do have a DM question that we want to go ahead and slide uh, on into. Okay. No okay. pun intended. <laughs> so... Ryan and Lex, can you please address the insecure male in relationships? What is that? Mm, let me finish. In the context of why must the woman be perfect before the male decides to make her his wife? Why does the woman have to be a 10 and the male has to only be a 5? Uh, does this mystify other women or is it just me? Hmm, very interesting question there. The insecure male in relationships. <clears throat> so, the, so the main thing is... Why does a woman have to be a 10 and a guy be a 5? Mm-hmm. It seems like, yes, whatever she's experiencing right now, it's coming across as though maybe she has to be this perfect person or meet this certain bar. And it seems as though this other gentleman or, you know, the person she's with is maybe not living up to the same bar he wants her to live up to. All right? That's what I'm taking from this. So. <clears throat> from a guy standpoint. Mm-hmm. What I would say about this is that he's looking for imperfection in her because he's lacking. Okay. And it's it's <clears throat> if I'm a five, I need to double down. I want her to be a ten mm-hmm. to really make up for my insecurities mm-hmm. and what I'm not being able to probably bring to the table. So I need you to be perfect because mm-hmm. I might not have my shit together. Right. So it's just one of those things where. It's a way of kind of stalling for time, too. It's a stalling uh, tactic. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of stalling for tactic because nine times out of ten, you know, women kind of really focus in on building home and mm-hmm. building a safe place and yeah. a structure. So, when you meet women, that's kind of what they have locked down, whereas guys are still trying to find 
the perfect me. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. I'm going to see what, what, what feels right. Right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think that I ran into this, though. Okay. I ran into this at one point in my life. Did you? I did. I, I seek perfection mm-hmm. because I might not have been where I wanted to be. Yeah. And I think that was some excellent feedback that you just gave, Ryan, because I, I think that that is, that was dead on. I mean, that stalling tactic thing is, is real. You know, I think that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's something that I think guys have to really understand this. And this, you know what, you, you know how I, I, I dealt with that. Mm-hmm. I dealt with that as this. You really want somebody to be with you mm-hmm. that accepts you for where you at. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times women tend to like guys based on their potential. Sometimes. Mm, I don't know. Not every time, but I'm saying women do see guys and see potential in a guy. And they bank off of the potential because what happens is they meet a guy. He has potential. Mm-hmm. And... When he doesn't meet that potential, guess what he's gotten? He's got he's gotten free training, right? Okay. The woman has kind of helped groom him, you know, help him read a few couple books, help him get some. I'm serious. I'm, it's, it's, it happens all the time. Like if any woman, if if it's any females out there, mm-hmm. and you've messed with a guy that may not have met the stature that your that your norm is or that you kind of wanted, and I'm not talking about the superficial thing. I'm talking about just the basic. Maybe he didn't meet exactly where you were and he was a little bit, you know, below that. Okay. You decided to say, let me, you know, show him some etiquette, some etiquette class type things, meaning uh, we might go see a play. We might go do uh, a few activities that he normally wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I may introduce him to a couple uh, books, a couple people. In other words, you kind of helped him evolve. Okay. Right? So then what happens is after you do that and he kind of evolves... He kind of feels like, okay, I'm, I'm, I got my fit, footing together. Guess what? I need somebody else to just double what I am again. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? I so see, I can see, I can definitely see it from that lens. So sure. it's uh-huh. it's it's hard to kind of, you really have to be mature to say I'm gonna stay and deal with the situation after this person has helped me evolve or progress or evolve like that. You know what I mean? Like it takes a real person, a real person, a real human, a real man, because once you help you get there. Mm-hmm. You feel like you didn't came up. Like I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm here now, right? Mm. You help me evolve and you know, maybe I know how to cook, maybe I am better in bed, maybe I'm a better partner in a relationship, okay. maybe I'm all these different things that I lacked before. Uh-huh. So now that I'm here, I'm making go after some, a woman that's in a higher, you know, perspective or mm. than than w- what this woman has helped build you up is. So then you try and shoot for a higher Realm yeah. of yeah, and and it's, the realm ain't even that. It may be somebody with a more superficial look that okay. you may be going for. Because the person that helps you build you up, mm-hmm. I think she matters too. Okay, you know what I mean. I don't think you can right. just kind of just like leave her to the side. She okay. might not. She might not be the most attractive. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you may go for somebody that's like I said, it's a little bit more superficial, or maybe it may be out of your league on, on a normal basis that you probably wouldn't even approach. Okay. So I, that's how I put that situation. I think that's that's some good insight and feedback, Ryan. I know from from me from a clinical side of things, you know, just because my interactions with other people and things, um, people have different attachment styles too. Okay. You know, kind of in relationships, and some folks there are three primary attachment styles that's secure insecure and avoidant okay okay now a lot of times folks who are insecure 
tend to have that pattern of, you know, um, pretty much trying to initiate some sort of relationship with a person, but they do, they go about it in an inconsistent manner and their anxieties begin to play out kind of in the relationship. So they do just different things to either make their partner feel like, you know, there's something going on with them or whatever that they're not providing. Um, like you said, to kind of make up for their own things that are playing out in the back of their mind, insecure wise. Um, or, you know, they are constantly worried about their partner's ability to care for them and actually really want to engage in a relationship. Avoidant um, types are that way, too. Avoidant types kind of give off a lot of mixed signals all of the time. Uh, you know what I mean? One minute they're loving you, the next minute they're not sure. You know what I mean? Whatever, whether they want to take this next step. Um, and what tends to happen is a lot of times insecure types and avoidant types often hook up the most. So then you have this, yeah. So then you have this constant. So you got somebody that I'm not, I'm not necessarily confident about myself, mm-hmm. but I ain't got to worry about you because you're going to avoid the conversation. You're going to avoid well, having to. We're going to avoid it anyway because you're kind of an avoider. Well, you have this person that maybe, let's say, if they are um, insecure has this anxiousness about, does this person really care? Is this person really going to, you know, um, try to grow this relationship? And then you have this avoiding person that's like, yes, yeah, see, she's validating everything that I already believe. She's right. going to be needy and all these other things. So there, or vice versa, the woman is doing that. So you have pretty much the insecure person kind of validating these things in the mind of the avoiding person mm-hmm. that, oh, she, this person is those things because they're doing this. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, so sometimes that's how people end up in those same patterns with, those type of people, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, you, you ever hear someone say, I always date the same kind of person. Right. Yeah, because they attract to each other. Now, sometimes, um, you know, an anxious person, when they're able to get with a secure person, hmm. right, when they're able to get to, with a secure person, it's helpful because that secure person has the capacity to support, you know what I mean, those anxious behaviors. And so that secure person is always there to help validate, you know, no, baby, you're great. You look good. You know, we're good. We're about to ride out together. And they pull you closer. So every time the gestures become about you guys becoming closer. Mm. And, be, and so then that person starts to feel secure. And people can rotate and go to different ones. Mm. So an avoiding person become, can become a secure person. It takes a lot of time, though. You have to have some insight. So it's just some Sheesh. interesting thing. Yeah, we had a, this. We should have got a, a a sponsor from the clinical <laughs> from the clinical something. So if people want to check out the book Attached, that's a great book. That's a great book. Mm-hmm. You know the author? I, I don't know the author, okay. but it's, it's Google it. Just it's Google it. It'll come up. It's red and white cover, and, okay. and it has like a heart, and it says Attached. I got you, mm-hmm. man. That. Ooh, that kind of had me sitting back for a minute. I was thinking, I'm like, <laughs> I was I, really, I really was going back in my my own personal relationships and just kind of mm-hmm. see like what got us to even where we are now with yeah. this whole thing about intimacy and, and you know, yeah. uncovering it mm-hmm. and the book and you know, the podcast and everything that we're doing. And it kind of got me to really seeing that it's it's the biggest thing is it's really dealing with those insecurities. Yes, acknowledging them. Mm-hmm. When you go a lot of, I think men, we, it's, I think insecurities and in, and in, and in, in men, we tend to kind of ignore. Yeah. Ignore them and then go. It's almost like the insecurity is like a, um, like a bruise or a cut. Mm. Right. And we probably keep. And if you looked at it from this perspective, we got a cut or we got a marking on us, right? Mm-hmm. And. We don't want to go to someone that 
is is very particular and mm-hmm. detailed because we know that they're gonna spot that particular marking on us. Mm-hmm. So we tend to go someone that doesn't have the clear good vision that is not really paying attention to sure. s- small details like that, and we're able to survive. Yeah, you know, but you know, Ryan, they say, and this is so true. When you bury your feelings, you bury them alive. So they always resurface. They always come back up and play themselves out if you don't give them the proper attention. You know, and one thing about, I think, connecting to someone else and even in like dating and all these other things is you have to have a good handle on yourself and like know you and really know like you were just mentioning some of your sore spots. You know what I mean? Because that was a good point about having those sore spots because that stuff resurfaces and plays out. In and, different ways, and the and, and some of the worst ways, and some of the worst ways, and you won't even understand it. It could just it could be on a vacation, mm-hmm. and things can be going lovely because people have triggers. Yeah, and those triggers mm-hmm. are something, and she could you could see her coming from the bar, and and it, somebody looking at her, and mm-hmm. she's smiling, and you stop like, what the hell? Who you <laughs> with the bar? You know what I'm saying? You really like it takes you, in the, but you, I think that's the biggest thing. You have to be secure with yourself and know. And so, so, so I want to speak on the other side of the insecurity, and okay. I want to speak on this, um, the secure perspective, okay. right? And once, once I identified, and once you identify your insecurities and you you deal with them, it, it makes you become more secure. Mm-hmm. And if you can address them, when you deal with new situations, the triggers kind of fade away, right? Because those same things don't trigger you to to because. You feel confident, like I know that you know, like this this young lady. I she dealt with hers in a a different way, mm-hmm. a unique way, but she dealt with them. She mm-hmm. said, "Look, I'm really addicted, or I really have a high uh, affection rate, mm-hmm. and if my significant other or my husband is not present, look, I, I I'm not trying to give up the cookie to nobody else, but." I do want to get spooned and I do want to get held. So from that perspective, I get it. I mean, to each his own. Right. That's what I would say, to each <laughs> That's his own. True. Yeah, to each, each his, his own. own, for sure. But you know what, Ryan, too? One other thing I wanted to bring up is that people have these things, too, that um, kind of impact connection um, that this book also talks about, which is called protest behaviors. Okay. Okay? So, like, protest behaviors is like, oh, this person didn't text me at such and such time. Well, I'm not calling them all day. You know what I mean? That's just called being fucking petty. That so it's no, called being petty in lamest terms. That's it's, called being petty. So it's protest behaviors. So and essentially those types of behaviors, you know, or you know, you're like, oh, so you know, she, you know, didn't want to respond to. Um, I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. Um, oh, she didn't want to go and do me that favor that I asked her to do. Well, then I'm going to not do X, Y, and Z when she, you know, hits me up and asks me to do it. So those type of things kind of put ripples in closeness and intimacy and things too, because, um, no one wins, you know what I mean? Or whatever, essentially like Jay-Z said, you know, the family don't win when no one wins when the family fuse, right? That's true. That's <laughs> Shout true. out to my husband. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So those types of things also impact closeness, you know, and our ability to kind of connect with someone because we're like trying to one up them, if you will. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got you, I got you. So that's just also something to keep out, be aware of. You know what I mean? And if you find yourself kind of in a pattern of that, just, just stop. Like, you don't... I want to, 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 I like that we talked about this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I want to kind of circle back to something. Mm-hmm. And what I want to circle back to is our book, Intimacy Uncovered. Sure. And... 
the book is about the connection between two people and how it's ongoing. Right. And we talk about the five types. Mm -hmm. There's the intellectual, there's the experiential, and there's the emotional, Mm -hmm. there's the physical, and there's the financial. Sure. And I want us to kind of have a clear understanding that you can't just have one or the other Mm -hmm. and expect to get, like, the maximum results of being connected with somebody. That's right. Because a lot of times when we meet people on the regular, Mm -hmm. we do the experiential. And experiential, that means that you do things together. Like the exercise class. Yeah, the sex exercise class. Yeah, yeah, you do you do the sex exercise mm-hmm. class. Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's uh, experimental. You doing things together. Yeah. And then what happens is a lot of times, intellectuals miss. We don't talk. That's true. Right? Guess what we do? We text. Yes. You Preach. know we should have, we should have a t- we should have a, a, a segment on like the worst text messages to to, to send people. Oh my gosh. Like Let's you know what I don't like? I'm so I do not like. I don't like what you doing. I'm so down for that. You got me last time on um, Podcast One when we were talking about the, we had the question about uh, breakup text. Yeah. And the, we need to talk. That's one of them too, right? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> that one, what you doing, it, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's got to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah the, the, it's <laughs> like bare minimum. Like, yeah. And when you want to communicate, so I, like I said, back to the intellectual intimacy, mm-hmm. I feel like it should be a moment to where... To, to really, really knock this out, I feel like a lot of people that, that we see on the internet mm-hmm. that are on, like, Instagram and things like that, mm-hmm. I feel like they help you uh, deal with matters. Right. Like, they help you, like, make the right decision. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the missing components are how to execute it, like, how to do it. Like, you know what I mean? So, let's say, for instance, we're talking about the, the young lady um, with the multiple abortions mm-hmm. and, uh, for six years. Okay. Something was missing mm-hmm. in those situations. Yes. And I feel like when it comes to finding like a completeness about the whole intimacy thing, that if you start off conversating, having good communication, mm-hmm. talking about your wants, your needs, your desires, and things like that, mm-hmm. and then that stimulates you to want to say, I want to spend more time with this person, then it leads to going out. Yes. But if we skip in some of these processes and really not get to know each other and just go out, there may be some things I'm, I believe in or that I, I'm, that I see that I want or it's my perspective. That's right. You never get to understand and it. So you're right. So kind of leading with that, like you said, from the, pro- the um, perspective of the book, of the intellectual piece and then getting to, you know, the, the act. The going out activities, right. you know what I mean. Then, like you said, it, it becomes that natural progression of and then you the develop some peace. yeah, because yeah, you but, develop feelings. But the funny thing is, if if you go out with somebody mm-hmm. and you and you know what their thoughts is, right, and mm-hmm. you and you agree with them, and you had some like some type of in depth conversation, and the, and a conversation could be about your past relationships. What your what your future holds, what your goals are, mm-hmm. what you do on a daily at your at your job, right. something that we got in common, mm-hmm. enough to the point where I at least want to spend more time with you talking and getting to know you about those things. I feel some way about that, right? So therefore, the emotions come after that. That's but true. if I've just you know just heard different scenarios where it's it's more like we just go out, get some drinks. Watch the game. Watch the game. Well, you and, know, we really have to Yeah, talk. and that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I got to bring a, a, a relevant story into this. I hope she don't get me. I, I'm not going to single her out. Mm-hmm. But I have a, I have a family. getting candy. No, no, no. I got a family member, right? Okay. And 
I'm always asking her like about her dating life, right? Okay. So I was like, look, um, you know, what's been going on? Who you been dating? And she says, let me tell you the story. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So she's like, this guy's like, let's meet out for drinks. And I'm like, I think that scenario right there is already going down a kind of wrong path. Slippery slope. Yeah, it's a slippery slope because yeah. one, after this person has two drinks, they kind of like starting to go into yeah. like their alter ego another person. So you're really not having a real in-depth conversation with them. Yeah. You really... And you're not really getting to know that person. Yeah, because the yeah. stuff they're going to start talking about mm-hmm. is going to totally change yeah. from two drinks, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they, they, they said they had two drinks and I think the drink selection has a lot to do with it too. You're right. So they were drinking wine. Okay. This person was drinking uh, strong alcoholic beverages. Like okay. They drinking they like Jameson and Hennessy. Yeah, they was drinking like so they drinking like shots of that, and she's drinking like some. Ooh, yeah. She's drinking like some little fruity juice Moscato okay. or something like that. So the the where the, the energy is going to go from mm-hmm. drinking those type sure. of that those right. libations or the alcohol I feel like takes you to a whole nother space right. but she can control hers but his is like you know it's different it's yeah. different so uh-huh. he's feeling aggressive like sure. I'm feeling so I think that you know I shared the story to say that when you go out on a date I feel like the best perspective to, to for both parties is to do something that kind of creates an element that you're doing something together. Yeah. And you know my number one thing. I already, we already know. The good old hiking. That's right. my favorite. Mm-hmm. There's no makeup. Mm-hmm. There's no outfits. Right. It's just me and you mm-hmm. or you and them mm-hmm. or group or whatever it is. And it doesn't necessarily have to be hiking. I'm saying it could just be other things. Yeah. I just feel like when you're doing activities and it could be going for how to bike. I mean, just yeah. anything that I feel like takes a perspective off of these Material things or, right. or, or these drinks and stuff like that, and then you listen when you go hiking or bike ride, you have to talk. Yeah, that's true. You know, one of the first activities my husband and I did was um, uh oh, no, it was sculpting. Like sculpting, um, oh, that's mm-hmm. dope. I so like that. so we made like little art pieces. It was so much fun. You know what I mean? And I think that you're absolutely right. You know, because going out on like a first date situation or whatever, you know, and kind of introducing alcohol, I does I do think it does limit use from really getting to know someone and I understand sometimes people have anxiety you know what I mean and they think that maybe that alcohol will help take the edge off so I get that perspective but you have to figure out a different way you know what I'm saying to approach that sometimes because generally that's I'll be honest with you that's generally what that's about you know the um <laughs> the the nerves of, of the matter you know, but when you're doing those activities, I think you, you forget about your nerves because right. you're so busy, like, trying Focusing to engage on the activity. On the activity so. yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. I like that. So, look, mm-hmm. coming up next, Lex, you are going to leave us yes. in a good Time space to wind, to wind down. down with Pillow Talk. Yes, indeed. So, so, coming right up, Lex will be doing Pillow Talk. Stay tuned. And we're back, and Lex is getting ready to share the pillow talk for this podcast. Yes, and here is some reflection for you. Don't force what currently is if it's not what it should be. If you're not totally vested in your current situation, take a break, regroup, and put your energy back where it belongs, which is into you, enhancing yourself, and eventually you will attract the right energy and you will find the right partner. Oof. You know what? We normally end the show 
on Pillow Talk. But when you told me that, you know, it hit me. You know what it felt like? What? It felt like you would describe a cuffing season. <laughs> you want to play that music? I feel like I just want to play this music again. Just one last time. I'm going to just play it one that last time. Is yeah, yeah, Cuffing season, yeah. man. Y'all, I hope y'all there. That, you know, it just uh, sounded like you were like, picks. if the person is not making a cut, like, just, That's yeah. Right. You know, yeah, I feel like that, that, must, that, that, that uh, Pillow Talk was like the perfect... <laughs> That might be a sign for yeah, somebody. Yeah, that might be a sign. Somebody. Yeah, what do they do? They cut people, right? Like, yeah, I just... nah, they cut them. You don't make oh, it out of preseason. This is this is a wrap. Yes, indeed. Well, listen, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Yes. I certainly did. I, I did too. I feel like I learned something. Listen, I mean, like listening very... to this clinical talk you gave me, I'm like, feel like I got a book. Some books are really like I need to. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like I I knew some that, things. Absolutely. This kind of that me... book is good though. Yeah. I like it on Audible. I'm I'm an Audible person, okay. so I like to listen to books, but it's really good. So listen, if you want to catch up with me and Lex, stay connected with us. That's right. Lex, you can be found on Ask Lex Harris by Facebook and IG. And I'm as Ryan Whitfield. No, I'm not as Ryan. I'm just Ryan. <laughs> Why am I stealing her cliche? I'm Ryan Whitfield.